All right, guys, welcome back. My name is Christopher Bakken, and I am the host of Gen Z Rewired. So today I want to start you guys off with a question. What is one thing that every single successful person has? The one thing that all of them have. Is it a private jet? Is it a massive house? What is one thing that every single one of them has? And I want you to think about this question. But first, we're going to talk about the impact that the media has when relating the difference between the one percenters, the most successful, happy, world traveling, entrepreneurs, CEOs, the difference between them, the successful, and the average individual. Now, it's portrayed as a major difference, but I think it all breaks down to what they do on their day-to-day -day basis versus what you do on your day-to-day -day basis. Now, you know that thing that you gave 70% on today and then gave up on and went to hang out with friends or better yet, laid in your bed and watched TikTok for four hours? Well, yeah, they gave it 100% and crushed it. So let's continue with this idea a little bit. You gave it 70%, they gave it 100%. Tomorrow, you're gonna be a little bit behind them. But that's okay. You work 70% again. And this time, you decided to binge a TV show because you did decent work today and expect a reward. So you take that reward. Meanwhile, the other person, the successful person, is still giving it 100%. They didn't get to watch TV today, but you know, that's okay. They feel happy and accomplished and go to sleep feeling satisfied. Now the next day, you're substantially behind. They've outworked you for a couple days straight now. And this goes on for the rest of the week, but finally, it's the weekend. The person that's been going 100%, the successful person, decides on Sunday, well, I've been going hard this entire week, including Saturday. I'm gonna take Sunday off and have my balanced life. I'm gonna form a deeper relationship with my family. I'm gonna have some fun with my friends. Maybe I'll even travel a little bit or just sit down and watch football and relax. Everyone needs time to recover. Meanwhile, you keep going 70% through Saturday and Sunday because you have to, just to try to keep up. You're missing out on opportunities, hanging out with friends, talking to your family, relaxing, recovering, because you have to keep working. And even though you're gonna keep working through Saturday and Sunday, that person that worked 100% through the week, took Sunday off, is still a massive amount in front of you, even though you work through the weekend going only 70%. So that's the impact of going 70% for one week. Imagine one month, one year, three years, 10 years. And I'm not saying you have to put in 100% instantly. You don't even have to put in 70% right away. Set small, realistic goals and gradually increase the difficulty and the amount of work that you put in. Be a little bit better than you were yesterday consistently. Because honestly, what could your life look like in 10 years from now if you put in a little bit more work than you did yesterday? Now, Self-discipline. That's the one thing that every single successful person has. The ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses. The ability to pursue what one has decided is right despite temptations to abandon it. Now this last part is crucially important. Uh, they pursue what one has decided is right. They understand why it is right for them. And they know how to take that path to execute it and have that why to back them up because they know it is the right decision for them. Once they understand the why, 
the how and how they're going to do something becomes infinitely less of an obstacle. Now, humans act and react based on emotions. The how and how you're going to do something doesn't trigger emotions. For example, how am I going to get into shape? Well, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do some push-ups. I'm going to do some squats. I'm going to get on the treadmill and I'm going to eat healthy. No, don't focus on these things. It's great to have a decent plan, but your plan is not going to motivate you to keep going when you lack motivation. Your why, as in why am I going to do this? Why did I create this plan to get in shape in the first place? Why am I pushing harder than I normally do? Is what's going to motivate you to keep pushing. Now, why are you going to the gym? Oh, well, I want to look better. Great. That is a great answer for why you are doing something. That's your motivation. And when you're struggling, you want to look better. And that's your end goal. That's what's going to push you harder than you ever have been before. Well, I want to be stronger for football. That's a great answer too. Well, I work out because it gets me in the right place mentally before I go to school or work. That's a great why. Oh, well, I want to be healthier so that I can live longer and see my kids grow up in the future. That's a perfect why as well. This is going to push you when you're struggling. Understand your why. How you're going to do something won't get you to the next level. An emotional understanding of why will get you to the next level. Now, if you're failing at executing on one of your plans, this is because of two possible reasons. One, you don't have a why at all. You're wandering aimlessly. You don't know why you're doing the things that you're doing. You're just kind of going with the flow of life. Mm, yeah. Number two, your why is too weak and it doesn't strike an emotional level. When you're about to give up and you think about your why, it doesn't even motivate you. And that's when you need to rethink if what you're doing is actually what you want to be doing, if that's one of your goals, if that's actually going to benefit you in the future. So figure out why you want to do something. And the next time you face some inevitable adversity that everyone faces, think of why you started that thing in the first place. And be intentional about what you're doing and forming your whys. Now, I think school has misguided us and taught us that the opposite of success is failure. And this is detrimental. I think we all need to understand that the opposite of success is giving up. So don't give up. Be intentional about what you're doing and improve every single day. Be better than you were yesterday, period. Now, I just want to take this time to thank Morning AM on Spotify for the background track and thank you all for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.